Welcome to CareerPod, brought to you by Transition Solutions and the CareerPod team. This episode should provide you with valuable career information and insights. Today we are speaking with Wendy Gardner Brindall, the Head of Youth Services at the Ventures Memorial Library. Good morning, Wendy, and welcome to CareerPod. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Wow, we appreciate your participation. So let's get started. Could you please tell me about your earlier life or educational preparation to become a librarian? Sure. So for over 20 years, I was a preschool teacher and an after-school teacher for elementary kids. So I've got a ridiculous amount of background when it comes to working with children. And I got to the point after, you know, 23, 24 years where I said, there's too much red tape going on here, and I can't, I can't teach the children and interact with the children in a way I think is meaningful. So what's my next step? <laughs> and I said to a friend, uh, you know, I'd love to be a children's librarian. I think that should be my next step. And so I went and I looked to see what was in my area that I could start classes at, and it worked out that Simmons was kind of down the street. So I did my two years at Simmons and an internship in Taunton and realized this is exactly what I need to be doing. Oh, great. Yeah. That sounds great. So you went and you took uh, a master's class? I have a master's degree. So it was, let's see, four, eight, I think it was 12 classes. It was two years. Actually, it was probably more like nine classes. Um, shouldn't be that hard to remember because I just finished it last year. <laughs> but they, they kind of run into each other, right? But, yeah, I have a master's degree in library science um, okay. with a concentration in public libraries as opposed to academic or museum libraries. Ah, there is yeah. a, they do distinguish that way. They do. At Simmons, they do, yeah. Yes. Well, that's great. Could yeah. you explain your basic tasks and responsibilities of your position? My basic tasks are kind of a little bit of everything when it comes to the children's department. I focus on making sure that we have a very diverse collection, that our collection is in good shape, that when someone takes out a book, they're not looking at it going, oh, my gosh, what? where has this book been? <laughs> like, did somebody <laughs> run it over? It's important to me that, that the library looks like we're actually taking care of our things. Um, yes. I figure out what our patrons would like to see in terms of programs and events, um, making sure that things are appropriate for age groups or families, you know, kind of figuring out what people are interested in based on the conversations we have when they come in, and just kind of making sure that people are comfortable coming into our department and enjoying the atmosphere that we have there. Yes, and I'm pretty sure you have additional things that you do because you're working with the kids who come to the library and there's yeah. other programming that you do? There is. So we do we do weekly programming, things that uh, recur throughout the month. You know, we have a um, art class and we've broken that down into age groups so the kids can be with similar aged peers. We have story times, we have music classes, and then we have special events. So we'll bring in performers, or we're looking actually right now, I'm looking for someone who can teach young children survival tactics. I think that would be ah, pretty cool. Things like not yeah. work, and what side of the tree do you look to for the moth, that kind of thing. I think it would be fun for them. 
But on top of that, we do reader's advisory. You know, if you like this, this is what you should read. If you have a reluctant reader at home, why don't you try one of these? A lot of conversations with parents about it's okay if your child is not reading now, and it's okay if they don't want to read what they're being told to read. Let's see what they enjoy. Right. You know, and that right. kind of that kind of just talking them through these things that maybe they don't realize, but it's kind of a given as as childhood happens. You know, you either have a really great reader who who always has their face in a book, or you don't, and that's okay either way. Yes. So. That's true. Just get them engaged some way. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, I'm going to go back to the master's degree. Did you do that mm-hmm. part-time or full-time while you were teaching? It was a road that consisted of seven years. So my master's degree was only two years long. Um, but before that, I finished my bachelor's degree um, that I had just never gotten around to finish. Real life got in the way, and I didn't get a chance to finish it. Um, and my daughter and I were living with my parents, so that gave me a chance to go back to school full-time. And it was right after I finished my bachelor's degree in early childhood education that I went, yeah, no, I really don't want to do this. <laughs> um, and it was it was literally two months later I applied to Simmons and got into Simmons and went, okay, I'm doing this now, and this is what I want to be doing. Um, so I was able to continue that full-time course, not working, and just, really devoting myself to the studies. Great. Okay. Yeah. Are there other positions um, at the library that someone who may not have a master's degree, what positions require a master's degree? What positions may not require a master's degree? Mm-hmm. It's funny because most libraries kind of decide their own who has a master's degree, who doesn't. For the most part, though, if you're going to be the head of something, you'll need a master's degree. There's a whole lot of talk in the library world about who's a librarian and who's not, because if you don't have a master's degree, then you're not a librarian, and that's just ridiculous. You know, circulation doesn't need a master's degree. Um, Shelvers don't need a master's degree. I'm not really sure about reference, but I know that that was a track you could master in, so I'm sure that they probably do need a master's degree. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, It comes down to your salary. For the most part, you know, if you have that master's degree, you can say, okay, this is this is my bargaining tool. I'm going to get this much more money as opposed to, well, I don't have a degree, but I'm better than this person at this thing, <laughs> you know. Right. the way the rest of the world works, unfortunately. Yes, it is. It's credentialized in some exactly. ways. Exactly. So, yes. you know, the fact, that, the fact that I have the master's degree allowed me to be the head of youth services as opposed to, Youth Services Assistant. Oh, okay. So that's another possibility in terms of Mm -hmm. an opportunity within a library. That's good to know. Now, what's the most satisfying and frustrating thing about your job? (laughs) Um, Well, the most satisfying thing about my job is working with the children. It is so much fun to work with kids in a less structured environment than I'm used to. Um, So being able to encourage them to learn things without having to actually teach them things. You know, mm-hmm. like my job does not hinge on them learning their ABCs. It doesn't hinge on them passing this test. But I can still teach them those things and I can still have fun with them right. in a more in a broader way because of that. So yes. it was a very li- like linear leap that I made. Yes. So the job like I just deal with more books now. <laughs> I do a lot more computer work now. 
Um, yes. But but it's so similar in the ways I'm interacting with the children. And actually right now I get to interact with more parents too, which is quite nice. Yes, that is good. Um, that is good, yes. As for the most frustrating part of my job, I don't know. It's it's hard to answer that because we're still in the pandemic. And yes. for most of for most of the year that I've worked at Ventress, we were closed, you know, yes. and we were only seeing people like by appointment, which was also nice. I got to know people better than I would have before because, you know, mm-hmm. they were a piece of paper. They were, their name was on a piece of paper. And I would check them off and we'd get 20 minutes to talk to them about whatever they needed to, to find or wanted to do. So that was cool. But I'm like, I can't, can't have a million kids in the program room and have a big program (laughs) and have a party with lots of fun food. And so it kind of, it's, it's frustrating because there's all these things I want to do and I want to say, Hey guys, let's do this thing. But there's only so much of that we can do right now. That's true because you're limited based on space. Yeah, and it's also based on resources and space and things like that. Yes. And, you know, so we're trying to make sure that our rooms aren't completely full because we want to encourage social distancing. So we're dropping our numbers for things. Everybody has to register for stuff. And, you know, you register for something, but then you forget about it or something comes up. And registering is just one more hurdle to bringing people in. So that's that's, that's frustrating, but it's it's a necessity right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. Now, what advice would you share with others who are considering a career in this field? My biggest advice would be go hang out in the library, do some volunteering, get to know what the library world is like. Um, I came into libraries completely cold. I wasn't even like I would walk into a library because I couldn't afford to buy that book I really wanted, so I would go see if the library had it. Mm-hmm. But I really, other than that, did not spend much time in a library. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know, weird. Um, but I did an internship um, through Simmons. And I hemmed and hawed about it for the longest time. You know, I could work instead or I could take an extra class. Do I really need to take an internship? And I was really glad I did because I got that knowledge that I didn't previously have. I got to interact with people and, and you know, figure out exactly what's different from the library world versus the preschool world, but also just get a feel for, you know, the Dewey Decimal System or this Mm -hmm. is how this library does things and this is how that library does things, you know, and just learning the day-to-day because you don't learn the day-to-day stuff in classes at all. No, you don't. No, you don't. So that's just walking in and helping out and being a presence there. You know, mm-hmm. also we'll open doors for if you do want to start working there. You know, they'll be like, okay, yes. that volunteer we have that's really good at everything, let's right. talk to them. <laughs> yes, yes. And and even students, if they're even thinking about working in the academic setting in a library, could probably get some work um, either volunteering there or doing their work-study jobs there in, within the library on a campus. So that would give them an introduction of the difference with working with a public library versus working with a research library or an actual academic library. Absolutely. And, and even, you know, you work in one library, you're going to get a feel for libraries, right? So if you're working in an academic library, you know you're going to be working with academics. 
but you're getting a feel for how things are placed on shelves. You're getting a feel for, you know, um, the circulation systems, things like that. And then you translate that, okay, well, maybe I don't want to work in in an academic library, but, well, now I know these things. Let's go see what a public library is like and add that extra layer in. Is that what I like better? You know, so it's kind of like being able to hop around from teacup to teacup at the at the table, you know. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> now, could you share with us a little bit of the general range of compensation in terms of working at a library? So I actually had to look that up. Um, and it looks like in Massachusetts, it goes from anywhere from 30000 to $85,000 a year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, I, that probably depends on the town because public libraries absolutely. are dependent on the budget of the individual town. So if absolutely. the individual town has, you know, higher taxes, it's probably on the higher yep. end. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And and you're, you're going to find that almost anywhere. Uh, there was a reason that I worked in Newton for over 20 years. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's what you want to look for, unfortunately. If, if you're in it to make money, first of all, this is probably – Again, not the job for you, um, much like teaching. But right. but if you do want to make a comparable wage, then you have to think about, you know, what kind of money is that town pulling in? And is it a town versus a city? Is it someplace with multiple libraries? Is it, you know, are you working at just one main library or are you working at one of the branches of a library? Things like that are going to change the numbers you see. Well, the wonderful thing is there's usually a library in every town and city. So That's if you, true. you know, you have your <laughs> choice in a certain uh, commutable region to be able to look at where you can find um, library positions. Um, yes. Also, there's a place online, isn't there, um, to look for library opportunities? There is. MBLC has, um, they've got a great website, and one of the pages on their website is a job locator. So you can actually, and that's how I found Ventress. You can, um, it's a drop-down menu, and it, it'll ask you, you know, do you, what, what part of Massachusetts do you want? Are you looking for full-time, part-time, substitute work? Are you looking for academic or public libraries? So there's all those drop-down menus, and then it filters out the information for you and will pop up the different places that have those specific parts. Okay, and MBLC stands for? Mass Bay Library Commission. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Cause You're we're, welcome. Oh, Alphabet Acronym City. Here we go. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you have it. But do you have an interesting or funny story? Or did I interrupt you? Were you about to No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I this this kid came into the children's room the other day. He was He was just fantastic. And he was maybe eight. And he came in, it was probably about mm, 6.30, so it was it was late to actually be seeing someone in the children's room. Usually it's very quiet there in the evenings. And he comes in and he asks me, where's Dogman? And, you know, everybody wants Dogman. Dogman is it, man. <laughs> um, so I, I showed him where Dogman is, and then he spent another, like, 10 minutes in the stacks, and he shows up at my desk, and his arms are completely full of books. He has piled books as long as his arms will go and have them tucked up under his chin. And after that, he goes, "Um, also, can you tell me if you have War and Peace? And I went, oh, let me look. And so I looked it up, and I said, you know what? That's out in the adult library. It's it's under T. 
for Tolstoy. Um, if you need help finding it, one of them will help you. And he said, okay. <clears throat> and he showed up at the circulation desk with his his entire stack of books plus War and Peace. War and Peace. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. It was fantastic. He I haven't awesome. even read War and Peace. That right? Me so either. Awesome. <laughs> I know. That and apparently is... he was told he had to put a bunch of books back but managed to still bring home War and Peace. I love it. I, I know. Love it. it was that fabulous. Is... Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, Wendy, thank you so much for sharing your experiences. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. You have provided us with an insightful <laughs> look into the field of working as a librarian in or library science. Anyone considering a career in this field would benefit from your excellent advice. Once again, <laughs> thank you for your contribution to CareerPod, and have a great day. Thank you.